This episode is brought to you by Podbean's Business Solutions. From a better way to communicate internally with your workforce and do mobile training to a branded podcast that becomes your best marketing tool, there's no doubt podcasting can have a big impact on your organization. Podbean's easy-to-use enterprise podcasting platform powers podcasts for top corporations, organizations, and educational institutions. Whether you're starting a company podcast, expanding your media reach, or running a large network of podcasts, Podbean can help you get your podcast program up and running in no time. With reliable and secure enterprise hosting, network collaboration tools and admin levels, content segmentation, SSO login, and custom branded app options, Podbean is your turnkey solution for the most effective internal communications. Learn more about our business podcasting solutions at www.podbean.com enterprise and schedule a free consultation with one of our account executives today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash enterprise. Hey ho everybody and welcome to another episode of Finito. The myth to movie podcast where we take a look at myths and legends from around the world and how these myths and legends have influenced the movies that we know and love. I am your host Henry Finnegan putting the fin in Finito and I'm joined by my co-host the ever lovely Amy to discuss this week's topic. Werewolves! Oh I said it really too happily didn't I? Werewolves! (laughs) The werewolf! The werewolf. One of the, one of the most uh, <laughs> that was a transformation. <laughs> one of the most sort of famous myths. Well, yeah, scariest. So um, I mean, there's going to be quite a lot in the, the back back end of this podcast about what films have been influenced oh, by this, especially but, when they combined basketball yeah. and yeah. Don't, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Don't give it so away. superb. So yeah, werewolves. So so we delve into what does it mean? Well, werewolf means man. Word. Manwolf. Manwolf. Where means man. Where? So it means manwolf. Okay. So so when they did that Sonic the Hedgehog computer game where he turned into a wolf hedgehog, they called him a werehog. Oh, that's cute. But that doesn't make sense. A man That means a man <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog isn't a man. What about it's the is, is, Wallace is a and Gromit, a curse of the were-rabbit? Yeah, but that makes sense because he's, he's a man-rabbit. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah but okay. anyway. So um, werewolf means man-wolf. Or sometimes it's referred to as lycanthrope, which means wolf person. Mm-hmm. And the werewolf myth, or uh, reality, depending on how you look at it, is a, is a human with the ability to shapeshift into a wolf or a, sort of a wolf sort of hyb- man hybrid. So like, mm-hmm. you know, walks on two legs, but, but he's, gets got, he's got a wolf head. And stuff like that. But that's more of a modern sort but of version of it. Yeah, but they've either they the reason they turn to this is they've either been placed under a curse or been bitten no, by another werewolf, by another werewolf, or they've got werewolf blood transfused into them. That's another possibility. <laughs> when has that ever happened? Oh, that, that's could, have, that could have happened. No, that's, your ne- have, that's your yeah. next werewolf. Form. That's the modern but, way. But usually, it? the the full moon would bring out this transformation of, of the werewolf. They but they they. According to a few things, mm-hmm. they they change for three nights, don't they? Three nights. Three nights. And the middle night is the worst night. They're really wolves in that night. 
than really was. Yeah, from the things that I've seen. Well, the the original message. It was because there's on, the, when after, the full, full moon, moon is, there's like three phases, isn't it, of the full moon? But did you? But, I might be wrong. but originally, uh, people looking back through history and stuff, looking at the the symptoms of a werewolf, uh, p- people believed that, that was actually just a misinterpretation of, of a medical condition. Oh, everything's a misinterpretation of a medical condition. Yeah, but there's two diseases that have reasonable explanations ago. to their stories. So the first one is porphyria, which is a condition that makes people extremely sensitive to sunlight. Uh, characterized, uh, they have uh, reddish teeth, anxiety, like vampires, and, and psychosis. Well, they're, yeah, they're, they they only come out at night, which was the reason people were f- afraid of them because they couldn't come out during the daylight. They were sensitive to sunlight. But werewolves only come out because it's a full moon. Yeah, which is at night. They don't have a full moon during the day. Do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That, but, but because they would co- only come out at night and they had probably psychosis and anxiety, they would have probably been a bit erratic anyway. So people would have been mm-hmm. a bit wary, thinking that they were some sort of supernatural kind of being mm-hmm. back in the day. The second one is hypertrichosis, which is probably something that you're more familiar with, which is that condition where people have excessive hair growth. So they have hair growing literally on every part of their skin, like mm-hmm. their eye, their eyelids and under the eyes and stuff like that. So uh. they look they look like a, a cliche like werewolf basically yeah. like a, a hybrid of that so you can kind of see how people could understand or confuse the people with the hair growth as sort of a, a wolf creature but the other one I, I think I, I don't really buy that unless the person who had hypertrichosis had the other other, other disease Maybe. at the same time and happen. then could, couldn't yeah. come out at night couldn't come out in the day mm-hmm. and stuff but that's some people trying to look at that but other people also think that the werewolf transformation tales arose from the spread of rabies that's and true. you know people getting bit of by rabies and and passing on the disease by you know being unwell from the bite, but those those are just kind of like medical reasons why they're yeah, but, werewolves yeah, could be people werewolves. trying to trying to explain where they're myth from a medical standpoint. Can, like but. the same when people are like they see ghosts and then they're like you're crazy, you have a psychological condition. Yeah. When really it's like actually you might just have the sight or something. Or like further down the line, we might come come along that they might have a condition where they their eyes collect or reflect refract, reflect refract reflect yeah <laughs> uh, like light apparently you know like the uh, what's the what's the artist who did Star and like Van Gogh Van Gogh he painted the stars sort of all wobbly didn't oh they? yeah because they uh, thought that he saw it differently but then but he now, had a mental condition no but then they found out recently that they do actually do that they so, wobble so it's kind of weird yeah, that, that so anyway weird. we're getting away from it so, so that was people trying to look at the medical condition but let's look at the earliest surviving sort of examples of man to, to wolf transformations and I think the first one that we can find is the epic the epic of Gilgamesh from about 2100 uh, BC that was kind of like referenced uh, certain people but the werewolf as we know it today first appeared in ancient Greece and Rome about four, in the 400 BC a Greek historian Herodotus described a nomadic tribe of magical men who could change into wolf shapes for several days of the year. The uh, the tribe was part of the land which is now Russia. They used to use wolf skins to, uh, to walk. So that was a real tribe that used to put wolf skins on. Oh, and you can kind of see that people putting wolf skins on and then embellishing the story that they used to mm-hmm. turn into... Uh, to wolf is probably a little bit of embellishment. Storytelling. Embellishment. Mm-hmm. Zeus was worshipped in Arcadia, a region of Greece, as the uh, Lycan or Lycaean Zeus, who was basically Wolf Zeus. Love. Wolf Zeus! A wolf Zeus. Yeah, Wolf Zeus. So in about 300 BC, Plato told a story about the, the story of the protector turned tyrant of a shrine of the, the Wolf Zeus. In a pa- uh, passage, he mentions a character called Socrates. The story goes that he who tastes 
of the one bit of human entrails minced yeah. up with those of other victims is inevitably transformed into a wolf. Hang on, so they have to have entrails from someone else? He provides them with this? Well, that's the thing is, I don't think he's... They have to get them outside themselves? See, I don't think he's actually talking about turning into a real wolf. I think he's just saying, you know, what's that event sevenfold song? You know, the start of the back county. Oh my God, why can't I remember? He who makes a beast out of himself takes the pain away of being a... Better man, is that it? Takes the pain. No, takes away the pain of being a man. He who makes a, beast a beast of himself, of himself takes, takes the, the pain, pain away of being, of being a man. A man. Basically, yeah, 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 basically yeah, being yeah. a beast, yeah, makes you more inhuman. Yeah, and yeah. that is so. That so runs through so many like oh, vampire and werewolf TV shows. Blah blah blah. Yeah. That I cannot describe. So yeah, I don't, I don't really think that's true. That was just, just talking about a, a man becoming. But I want to know. Inhuman. Doesn't where it? did this wolf Zeus come from? So I've never heard <laughs> of wolf Zeus. Well, I always think a floaty Zeus, and like he's a god, and he's like well, you know, the um, there's, a, there's also a mythical king in that same sort of region that contains stories of uh, modern well, we, uh, attribute to modern werewolf tales. They're sort of immoral behaviour, murder, and cannibalism. But what about so wolf Zeus? Wolf Zeus. What about him? What do you mean? Well, I've never heard of him. Well, there was like wolf there's a multitude of uh, the Greek and but Roman he, stories. Hang on, is yeah, it the same Zeus? But He's just a wolf. <laughs> Let's say Or is it a different version? It's like Altered Beast. You remember Altered Beast on the, the Megadrive? No. Um, but is it a different person? Or is it the same person? I, I don't know. I think that's... Well, oh, I think so we'll, many unanswered I, I questions. Think, I think we'll have to do an, 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 of truth. an episode on um, Wolf Zeus. Um, yes. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. One of the oldest... Uh, one of the other oldest house uh, werewolf comes from... Uh, Patronus is uh, Satyricon, which is from the, the late first century. Now, that isn't Patronus from Harry Potter. <gasps> <laughs> there isn't a Harry Potter picture here. Uh, Patronus uh, was a word. Oh, I bet someone has a werewolf Patronus, though, don't they? I think mm -hmm. werewolves in Harry Potter have a werewolf Patronus. What was Thingamabob's Patronus? Oh, what was it? No, 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 that, that, was, was what, that, that was the, the bugger. That was the bugger, wasn't it? Now, <laughs> um, now Patronus, oh. even though this, the, the, the Satyricon is written by. Petronus, which is P-E-Petronus. Uh, a Patronus is actually a word for an ex-slave. Patronum! Uh, is a, Sorry. It's a, a word for an ex-slave's <laughs> owner who had freed their slave and become a patron to the Libertus, which is the oh. freed slave. So the, the slave or the freedman had certain obligations to the patron, such as jobs, errands, and sexual favours. Also, <laughs> the patron had to make sure the freedman was never home, homeless or destitute. Okay. And the reason I mention the patron is because the Satyricon mentions a story about a werewolf, and it has this weird relationship between these two characters. Ew. So as I said, Patronus is a, a fiction novel written in first, the late first century, and it's not really known who it's written by. It's just literally labelled Patronus, but people think it's um, Gaius Patronus. It's a satire and it tells uh, a story of this man called Colpolis, a man of some sort of education, and he has a, a handsome slave boy called uh, Giton. And these two are lovers who experience adventures and sexual misadventures what? in the former Greek area of southern Italy. Don't uh, tell me one of them is werewolf. No, well, the characters meet a myriad of, of people. Some uh, One's a nymphomaniac priestess, one's, what? A, one's a boorish millionaire, a bad poet, a superstitious sea captain. Who wrote this? Yeah, um, but it's <laughs> It's all the characters they meet are sort of heavily satiricalized, uh, cliche characters from that, those times. Mm -hmm. 
Anyway, in, there's a part in the Satyricon that mentions this weird story, and one of the freedmen, the slaves, has two friends sitting, and they're talking. While they're talking, it, it talks about this man who it was, it was having a relationship with a, a barmaid who was married, and he was having this secret relationship with her. And he goes, being having an affair with her, and he wants to go and visit her because he finds out her husband has died. So he thinks he's going to go and shack up with her. Anyway, he asks the soldier if he can walk him to the pub because mm-hmm. it's late at night and stuff like that. So as they're walking along to the pub, it's a full moon. And all oh, of a sudden, no, the so... soldier starts twitch- <gasps> twitching and he takes off his clothes and he lays them on a pile on the sides of the road. And he draws a circle of water around the clothes. And then he's naked. And all of a sudden, he turns into the shape of a wolf mm-hmm. and then howls. And this guy's like, oh, what's going on? And the wolf runs into the woods. And he's terrified. He's terrified. And he looks at the clothes, and the clothes have turned into stone. What? These clothes have turned into stone. How? Because I don't know that's what the ring of water was about, apparently. Anyway, he runs all the way to, to, the, to the pub to find a woman. And she goes, oh, thank goodness that you're all okay. And he's like, why? 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 What happened? She said, a wolf barged in and tried to bite us and, and kill us. But someone chopped off chopped off his paw and he ran away, hmm. bleeding. And he's like, oh, that's that's crazy, crazy. Anyway, he has his wicked way with the, the barmaid. And then he decides to walk back the next day to, to his house. And sure enough, there's the soldier lying on a bed bleeding from from his from his hand and he was like i would never ever drink with the soldier or say one night in his company and that is the first oh, okay. werewolf trans- transformation i was waiting something for more to happen with the barmaid then <laughs> i thought it would be that like the husband's dead oh yeah that's great and then the werewolf is the, the husband, husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm not dead with the werewolves. i'm a werewolf now with the werewolves the was the soldier but anyway so he 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 said that was that was it. He was never gonna. So that was well, the first. Well, you wouldn't though, would you? That was the first reference. Now there's different. When you look at the translation of the story, people sometimes it sometimes says shapeshifter, not oh, werewolf, yeah, yeah. and then sometimes it says werewolf and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. that's the first tale of someone turning into a wolf. That's kind of clear as day in, in what we consider a modern day werewolf. Now the the werewolf is actually a widespread concept across uh, Europe, a European folklore, and exists pretty much alongside witches. People believing about witches and stuff. The, the idea about werewolves and sort of came around at the same time, and people started actually getting tried as werewolves. How do they test that? Well, this, this is what's weird. So there's actually a case that basically... Well, actually, when, that would probably be easy to test, wouldn't what, it? Yeah. Wait for a full moon. What, what about... Tie if, someone up. Yeah, but what Does about... Change? What about if you had one of those conditions that we mentioned earlier? I'm not a werewolf, I've just got a medical condition. Yeah, but if... Obviously. Yeah, but is this based upon the rule that they come out, they transform... At the full moon, or not? Yeah, well, this is what we're going to get into. So witchcraft, the witch trials happened worldwide and stuff. But sort of the, the myth, the main myth for werewolves really sort of emerged from around West Switzerland, isn't it? When Christianity started spreading across Europe and stuff, people started, anything that was pagan, any myths and stuff, was seen as the devil and the evil. So hence why witches were persecuted and, and so werewolves. And there's actually a case called the Werewolf of Bedburg. Mm. Now, in 1589, a man called Peter Stump, a German mm. farmer, was arrested for being an, an actual werewolf, mm. apparently. He's apparently one of the most famous werewolves werewolves tri- ever tried if he was a werewolf they wouldn't have been able to capture him yeah but listen to this they, they stretched him on a you rack and tortured him <laughs> several times and then he confessed to having practiced black magic uh, since he was 12 and he claimed the devil gave him a magic belt 
<laughs> which enabled him an accessory of which, the devil. Yeah, which enabled him to, to turn into the. To Not a, only does it hold my trousers up, but it provides magic for me. But it, apparently, the belt turned him into magic. a strong, devouring, mighty strong wolf with big, oh, okay. big, big eyes. And so stuff this like. is more of along the lines. Put my belt on and yeah, then turn I'm into a wolf and stuff. Anyone who's been on the rack would probably confess to anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I, I think that's But anyway, they, he said that he, when he removed this belt, he would turn back into a normal man. But surprise, surprise. Why he... Surprise, surprise. What? No belt was ever found. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> well, I don't want it to test it. Like, put it on. And... So, apparently for... No, 20... no, no. For 25 years, according to the, the court that tried him, Stump was an insatiable bloodsucker who gorged on the flesh of animals, such as goats, lambs and sheep, as well as men, women and children. Oh. And he'd actually 14 children, two pregnant women, and even the, he ripped the babies from their stomach, apparently, no. and ate their hearts hot and raw. And oh! It, he, he apparently he apparently described them as dainty morsels. He even ate the brain of his own son, apparently. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So he wasn't only accused of being a serial murderer and a cannibal, but also having an incestuous relationship with his daughter. But get this, his daughter oh. was also sentenced to death with him. What? When they sentenced to death with him. <laughs> I don't know. It was just what, like, like incest. Yeah, I, I'm guessing so. Oh, but he also he had he confessed to he confessed to the incestuous relationship and obviously all the murders. But because he was a werewolf, but he also confessed to having sex with succubus sent oh, okay. by the devil, which we may do another episode on the succubus. Actually, mm-hmm. they executed him on October the thirty first, fifteen eighty nine. What a day to choose! I know yeah. the potential of Brexit Day. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they killed his daughter and his mistress as well. What? Yeah. And it's one of the most brutal executions oh, on record. Oh God, I'm listen, gonna have nightmares yeah, about listen, a man pulling a baby out of a woman's stomach. Yeah, but listen to ha- listen to how they executed him and oh, what they God. did. This would stop you ever admitting that you're a werewolf. They put him on a wheel where his flesh was torn from his body in ten places with red-hot pincers, followed by his arms and legs. Then his limbs were broken with the blunt side of an axe head uh, to prevent him from returning from the grave before he was then beheaded and then had his body burned on a pyre. Uh, His daughter and um, mistress had already been flayed and strangled and burnt at this point. And then as a warning to similar behaviour, they erected a giant pole with the wheel on it, uh, with a, the carving of a wolf on it, and then they stuck his head on the uh, oh, on the top. Sounds um, kind of braveheartish, doesn't it? But yeah. worse. But how how horrendous well, is that? I they thought that if he saw all his legs were broken, then he couldn't walk back well, from the underworld. Well, that's, that's, well, well, you're that's, a floaty spirit, well, aren't you? This this brings us on to the thing about how werewolves supposedly killed. So how do you kill a werewolf? Oh well, <laughs> I can tell you some stories. Um, not really. What's the most obvious one? Uh, silver. Silver, silver bullet. But the thing is, the silver bullet, also vampires apparently can be killed by silver. Only well. in some circumstances. So, so, so there's a lot of stories. Yeah. Actually, sometimes it crosses over. The thing is, there's a lot of similarities between vampires and werewolves, isn't it? You have to be, if you're bitten by one, you turn into one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can every, only, like, yeah, you can only come out at night. And every modern teenage drama really, <laughs> like, you know, puts this to its test, doesn't it? Yeah. The vampires and the werewolf. Who's the more good looking? Who's the more handy and open with your jam? What's the werewolf is good looking, is it? I don't know. I don't really no, a vampire's know. supposed to be, like, attractive, wasn't he? But, uh, it, uh, not really. I mean, no, it depends no, what you no, want. It's, it's, no, like, he's supposed to to have magical powers that just like see me feel it depends but like, a werewolf would just like Aah! it depends except what for in watch. that Dracula movie when he has uh, sex with that woman he turns into like a werewolf doesn't he in that one yeah scene, that's really weird. weird yeah but in like yeah. in like Buffy like they're not particularly like attractive they just look like you and me so that's how they coax people in but then in things like uh, Twilight 
cursed. Yeah, hang on, we're going to get onto that. So. That's different because they're all so, shiny. Oh god, it's just sil so silver, silver bullets and stuff. Yeah, but, silver bullets. But also, what, apparently, there's a thing called the Revenant, um, which is a reanimated that film. No, which with, is, with well, Leonardo DiCaprio and the, the bear. Reason, the reason that it's called. A revenant. A revenant means uh, a corpse that has come back to life because he's buried in that movie, isn't he? In that film, who? Leonardo DiCaprio. No, he's not. Yeah, he's left for dead. No, it's Tom Hardy. Huh? It's Tom Hardy that gets killed, isn't it? No, but he doesn't come back, does he? What? Uh, he's left for dead and then comes back. Tom Hardy. No, Leonardo DiCaprio survives. Yeah, and Tom but he... Hardy's the one that's buried, killed. Yeah, but he's left for dead. Anyway, the revenant means. Uh, or um, I don't know. You're getting confused. No, honestly, because. I like when Tom Hardy Leonardo DiCaprio is left for dead. Yeah, but he's okay. And manages to survive. A revenant is a corpse yeah. that is a person who's believed to be dead and then comes back from the dead and then comes back. So a werewolf, okay. people used to think if you killed a werewolf, I've just killed it and then buried it, then it, sooner or later it would reanimate its body and then come back and then be a revenant werewolf. Okay. So to stop that, they would chop its head Usually off. Usually it's a head thing. Chop yeah. its head off with an axe, like they did with Stump. Stump. A piece of Stump, yeah. So that's how they would kill it. Mm -hmm. So if you watch shows like Supernatural and stuff, they're like, burn the body. Sold it, sold it, put sold it, burn it, burn it. Yeah, but like, that's when they cared about, you know, when the demons went back to the right, oh, yeah, the, the yeah. bodies got yeah. back to the right humans. We, and then we could, they didn't care in the end. They were we, just like, just kill them all. We could be on uh, talking about Supernatural forever. Which is probably why. But really, remember. like, if you cut anything's head off, that kind of kills a lot of things. Again, so, zombies. Yeah, yeah. So, but even if you cut the head off, you have to destroy the brain. And that. Anyway, we're getting. We're going. So, okay. So this is the part of the show where we talk about the films that have been influenced by the myths of werewolves. Now, one of the first films ever made uh, about werewolves was the, the Werewolf in 1913, directed by Henry McRae. It's actually a silent short film and it's considered the first werewolf film. But sadly, every film reel of this has been lost. Oh, no. Because in a, f a fire in 1924 at Universal Studios, it destroyed not only this film, but oh, loads no. of other films. <gasps> like what? Like, like loads of other films from that time period yeah. and stuff. So there's no actual recording of, of it. No, the only fine. the only actual evidence of it is the film posters that people have still got. But didn't it go from. to cinemas and stuff? Yeah, but they would make a film reel and then the film reels would go back to the studio. Oh, they set them up. It's not, but there's it's, someone out there that kept it. Yeah, I bet there's someone who's got like that film. But anyway, the film's actually about a Navajo woman called Kiani who becomes a witch after becoming to believe that her husband has abandoned her. And she teaches the same skill to her daughter, who then transforms into a wolf and attacks the uh, invading white settlers. Uh, then a hundred years later, the uh, after the death of the daughter, she returns to kill again. Ooh. And it's only I think it's only about twenty minutes, twenty minutes long uh, and stuff. But this actually ties into sort of Native American. Mm -hmm. like, I didn't really talk about that in the werewolf things because they have myth and legends about people being able to turn into animals, mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily seen as a curse, a bad thing. Or a like bad it's, thing that, yeah. it's more of like a connection with nature, yeah, isn't so it? I think this is sort of, you know, Western people just muddying the waters. Yeah. Uh, there. Making it something yeah. evil. So then we evil. then we skip ahead to 1935 to The Werewolf of London, uh, directed by Stuart Walker. How? And, and starring uh, Henry Hall. And... <laughs> This, the synopsis of this one is, uh, despite uh, warnings that the region is dangerous, botanist Wilfred Glendon travels to Tibet in search of a rare flower. Oh, anything to see a rare flower. Yeah, which only <laughs> blooms at moonlight. Oh. There, he's bitten by a man, a man-wolf. Hang on, a man. A man. A man-wolf. A man-wolf. Man. A man-wolf. Man it's a man with a furry face. A man, wolf man-man. Um, and then we go back to London and he's, he's visited by this 
enigmatic doctor Yogumi, who then turns out to be basically the wolf that bit. Oh, jeez. And uh, he he's like, oh, there's loads of murders around here. It's because there's two werewolves on the run. But we're the werewolves. Uh, uh, does he um, not realise he's a werewolf then? No, no. Um, does he just wake up in weird places and think? Oh, well, to be honest, because I've seen this, I've seen this film, and the bloke Wilfred London in character, he's just an a-hole. It's like you really don't like the character. No. It's just like I don't care. He's, he doesn't listen to anybody. The other bloke's like, you're going to turn into a werewolf and kill people. He's like, no, I don't believe you. I don't actually care for it. And the thing is, this film actually did really badly at the cinema because it was released around the same time as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm -hmm. And audiences felt that it was really similar because Mm -hmm. instead of turning into that, it turned into a wealth. But on its own, it's not a bad film. It's just obviously context when it was released and stuff. But a more famous film Mm -hmm. several years later in 1941, The Wolfman. Oh, cool. The original Wolfman, okay. directed by uh, George Wagner, starring Lon Chaney Jr. as as the Wolf the oh. Wolfman. Lon Chaney Jr. So he was in loads of those classic sort of horror horror movies from okay. the time. So you had, the, you had you know Dracula and stuff, all mm-hmm. that stuff with Bella Lugosi. Lon Chaney Jr. was in these films, and so Lawrence Talbot. I remember that name because we'll come back to it later. Mm-hmm. Returns to his homeland and is attacked by a creature. A folklore, the werewolf, and he's infected with the horrific disease, and he murders and stuff happens. Okay. The, the transformation where he—it's like, a general pattern, yeah, isn't it? You, oh no, now, I've been you, bitten. You've seen this film. Oh no, you? you've seen this film. I probably have seen. You it. have because this is the film where he looks for the telescope. <laughs> <laughs> he looks for a telescope, and he's like on the third story of a building. Yeah, and he looks for a telescope, and then cuts to in camera, like in the telescope yeah. view, and it's like on the street next to the next to the person. He's <laughs> <laughs> got this magical. Telescope. Anyway, it's obviously got shortcomings from being a film from 1941. But the Lon Chaney Jr. is supposed to be this attractive young guy, but he's like 40 odd mm. in, this, in this movie. You can be attractive if you're 40. No, but he's supposed, it's, it's like, you know, in Great Expectations, what's his face is supposed to be 21. And it looks like he's. Because it, it's during the war, so they. But it's actually quite a good film. The transformation scene is pretty well done for that mm-hmm. time. It's a classic. It's like the first. Most people don't know about Werewolf of London um, from 1935, but the special effects on that actually, the same guy worked on it to make this and stuff. And this is, mm-hmm. if people mention the, uh, the the Wolfman, it's usually this film. Yeah, and they did a, they did a spate of sequels. So back then they always, everyone talks about the MCU now making the first multi-universe films and stuff. But, but back then, back they, then they, already knew, lot, they already knew yeah. they knew about it. They already So they had their loads of like team-up movies like Dracula fighting everyone. But then a couple of years later they had Frankenstein meets uh, oh, the Wolfman. Is which, this the one after he's like, drink, good, yeah, yeah. smoke, good. Yeah, so Larry good, good. Talbot fights Frankenstein's monster and he chips him out of a block of ice. What? <laughs> At the start of the film, chips and out of black boys, and uh, Talbot fo- turns into Wolfman, and they battle each other. It's like really cheesy. It's like really bad. And this was 1943. Is it the same actor? Lon Chaney Jr. again, yeah. And it's it's pretty bad. But as I said at the time, there was Dracula. Fight. I see it. I think they yeah they even had Abbott and Costello, which is the comedy group from really? back then, fighting like all these oh. classic monsters. It's just like really terrible. <laughs> so let's let's jump ahead to the 80s. Yeah. Right? You, you kind of alluded to this earlier. Oh yeah. And it's obviously everyone favourite Michael Jacob Michael Jacob Michael Jacob what <laughs> <laughs> hang on it can't be everyone's favourite Michael J Fox film no it's everyone's favourite Michael J Fox I mean, oh okay I've yet to meet anyone who doesn't like Michael J Fox no I don't so. know and he in 1985 he made Team Wolf which is mm-hmm. it's direct- about a kid Who's sorry? Who's it directed by? It's directed by Rod <laughs> Daniel, and it stars Michael J. Fox, James Hampton. He can't play basketball. He's really rubbish. He's really, really bad. And then 
Hang on, I actually forgotten. He's really bad, and then he finds out that he's a werewolf. And this was it his dad is a werewolf as well. Yeah, so apparently and that gives him powers. And then for some reason he can buy beer then, and then he goes in the shop and yeah. he and he no, shouts. He, that is a... <laughs> he shouts at a man, and the man gives him a you're, kick. You're downplaying one of the best scenes in in eighties. I was just of... giving a very quick summary. He goes. I remember. I remember as a, as a school kid loving this film. Like when I was in primary school, primary uh, junior school, or whatever, and we used to play it in the playground. And we used to play Team Wolf. We used to play Team Wolf in the playground. <laughs> and his best mate in the film was called Styles, and he wore those um, glasses that mm-hmm. now Kanye West used to wear. You know the vents mm-hmm. in, in there and stuff. And we, um, we, I used to, I used to be. We used to take it in turns playing, and one of us would be Michael J. Fox, and one of us would be Styles, and it would recreate the famous scene where he gets on top of the van, and he's doing. Oh back- my god! <laughs> yeah, doing, I remember he's that. Back- he's doing and back- he's doing the handstand. He's like, woo! <laughs> like, it's crazy. He's stepping on the back of a van, woo! <laughs> and then, like, when he goes up to buy beer, and he's like, Can yeah. I get some beer, please? And he's like, No, you're too young. And he's like, Give me a keg of beer. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. And then the dad scene where the dad reveals that he's a werewolf yeah. apparently in screenings when they first showed that to people mm-hmm. uh, the audience went crazy they were well, like, they they were like oh my god and, and apparently they knew that was good, it was going to be successful because of that oh. but also there is the famous exposing, oh my god expo- at the end <laughs> exposing scene yeah, in the credits when, when obviously the, um, I won't say how it ends because that's really mean but obviously it's a struggle between himself and his wolf side we could do spoilers but, yeah. but you know in the end I think he, he, he I'm not going to say but anyway, yeah, at the end no, though, in the credits, there's a man who stands up, just pulling his trousers up, isn't there? Yeah, so you can, his trousers are undone, so I don't know why. And whoever, just, whoever was doing the editing, <laughs> like, just leave. And, and it might have been left in because of, you know, how films were done in certain ratios, and then when they get transferred, oh, it see. might have appeared and stuff. So like in Star Wars, you can see uh, the asteroid one's a potato or a tennis shoe, <laughs> but in certain formats, you can't see that because <laughs> But anyway, Michael J. Fox actually hated this film. He hated it. Because he refused to return for the sequel. But but at the time he was filming this, Back to the Future was being filmed, was in production around the corner with Eric Stoltz as uh, Martin McFly instead. And apparently uh, Michael J. Fox was quoted saying, Steven Spielberg down the road making great movies and I'm playing a goddamn werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) This is a good film. Like, you should It's not really, is it? I mean, it's, it's, it's... It's good for, like, what it is. It's 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 held up mainly by like I would literally go and watch it now. So they they did they did a sequel which was his cousin cousin goes to college and ends up boxing as a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really bad. But anyway, moving on to sort of I was going to say more modern films, but it's about twenty years old. In two thousand, there was a film uh, directed by John Fawcett, starring Emily Perkins and Catherine Isabel. And Mimi Rogers called Ginger Snaps. Oh, I remember this. Remember this one? And it's kind of a double meaning, isn't it? A double yeah. meaning title. Because why? Because she's ginger and she snaps <laughs> like, and then also like the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? The biscuits. Know. Like ginger snap biscuits, you know those biscuits. Okay, I thought it was. What was the double meaning then? I don't know. I didn't know there was a double meaning. Oh, I thought that was the, like ginger snaps, like like. Like, I thought they were like a biscuit that's like a tempting biscuit uh, that okay. people like would I, coax I, I, people. I'm not sure about that. Maybe. maybe. That's how I've always interpreted it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the film is about <laughs> two two sisters who are obsessed with death. Yeah, and they they have to deal with tragic consequences because one of them is bit by a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And stuff. But it's like a teen kind of drama at the same time. Yeah. So there's a cool scene where they, because they are obsessed with death, they'd like set up fake murder scenes, wouldn't they, and take photographs mm-hmm. of it. And at one scene, she's eating somebody. 
and there's actually really blood, loads of blood over the kitchen, and the parents are coming back, and they're about to be found out. Oh my god! And then one of them just lies down in the blood, and then they pretend they're taking a photograph, and then the mother's like, "You with your weird uh, <laughs> uh, habits and stuff." And there's a scene where she bites the man, and he starts urinating blood and stuff. Uh, so it's actually for the time I actually enjoyed it. I liked it. Enjoyed it. Then they made two sequels: Ginger Snaps in 2004, Ginger Snaps 2, sorry, and then they did Ginger Snaps Back, the beginning, which was like a. a prequel which didn't it had the same actresses in it but they weren't the same characters and it was oh. set in the like 1800s or something it was mm. it was really weird but the first one's actually quite a, a sort of a cool sort of early mm. noughties kind of like a horror film and then uh, two years later we had the british uh, film dog soldiers oh i like that <laughs> starring or directed by neil marshall and starring sean pertley there's a military exercise turns into a nightmare in scotland uh, when whale starts attacking them and there's a mm-hmm. There's a twist and then oh, and, and, and stuff, but the werewolves are actually quite cool in this, aren't they? They're like really big, mm, really, really tall monsters, yeah. monsters stuff. And there's that one scene where she, I think Sean Pertwee's spoilers, he's getting his intestines ripped out by it's the werewolves. It's a very intestine-like themed thing, isn't yeah. it? Werewolf films, but he gets always see intestines. But he gets his intestines pulled out from him, and then he's like, "I hope I give you the poos." So, <laughs> more, more explicit language. But then, obviously, in 2008, what did we get? Oh, the Twilight Saga. The Twilight Saga, yeah. It has its good and bad points. Yeah, now the, the series of these films, everybody knows the Twilight Saga. It ran from what, 2008 to 2012. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's the Robert Patterson, uh, Kirsten Stewart, uh, Taylor Lautner starring. And there was the massive media about this, like, if you're whether you're Team Edward or Team Jacob. <laughs> and, what were you, Henry? Yeah. <laughs> You were Team Edward, weren't you? No, the, the thing is, the, the werewolves in these movies are, again, going back to Native Americans. Uh-huh. And, and they have the ability to turn... You didn't answer. Are you t- into t- t- were well, you the thing Edward? is, I, before, I was just like, okay, I'd be Team, I'd be team Jacob, because he's, he's a nice guy werewolf. But then he does that weird thing where he, la- he, he imprints or something on a, a baby that he's going to no, marry. No, it's, it's not in, like, a sexual way. It's like that's their guardian, and then if they decide, like, when they're older... Yeah, I know it's really hard to explain. It, it did explain it in the book, but it's still a bit it's weird. weird. It's weird. It is a bit weird. Now, the first one was quite successful, and to be honest, I didn't mind the first one, but the later ones... <laughs> they got really. I mean, the special effects in them is really poor. I, 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 I literally, I do enjoy watching them, but I don't know why. Really, I think one of the best ones is uh, Michael Sheen. Also stars in the later ones. Oh yeah, when he does that laugh, weird laugh. <laughs> and there's that weird scene in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Michael Sheen. Let's move on to another film involving a werewolf. So in 2003 was the Underworld series that came out. Oh, hang on. But before you move on, you know we were talking about how werewolves only change at, like, you know, the full moon. In the Twilight Saga, it's because uh, werewolves and vampires are natural enemies. So when there was more vampires around, that means more people turned into werewolves. Yeah, but that's kind of going on tribe. sort of the Native American yeah, myths. So yeah. Again, it's not so being... So it's not like... They're not scary, cursed. They're not yeah. cursed with a... No, no. Because in a lot of the other films, if you're a werewolf, it's like, oh, why do I have this bird? Oh, the pain of a all. But they're like, we can turn into werewolves. Cool. It's so cool. <laughs> but they can change at any time. Yeah. But they must have so many ripped clothes or whatever. 
Now, in the book, it talks about they have a little, they put their clothes in a little bag and tie it to the ankle. I'm so sad that I know. <laughs> you just wanted to know the practicalities. <laughs> the practicalities. Or we can just go back to that Patronus um, uh, story where they just draw a little circle of water around their clothes. Oh, I'm so tired that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's so Michael, Michael Sheen thing. was also in the Underworld series, but Kate Beckinsale starred in the first one where she's a vampire mm-hmm. and then she finds this human wolfman hybrid stuff and it's pretty low rent stuff. Stuff. And critically, it wasn't well received, but it it was made made a lot of money. So they made I think it's five films in total. So they did Underworld in two thousand three. They did a sequel, Underworld Evolution in two thousand six, and then Kate Beckinsale said, "I'm not going to return for a sequel." Mm-hmm. So they made Underworld Free: uh, Rise of the Lycans, which was a prequel about how the mm-hmm. the, the werewolves who are referred to as lycans in this and the vampires. There's like a love romance, like a Romeo and Juliet moment in there. And then she was like, actually, I'm a little bit skint. So she returned for <laughs> Underworld 4 Awakening in 2012. And then she returned for Blood Wars in uh, 2016. And the first one's okay. The others are... Eh. I've never really watched them, to be fair. And apparently there's a, another one, a script written. And Kate Bexell was quoted saying, I've done enough of those. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon she has. <laughs> uh, so, but I mean, I, I watched the first one. It's Again, it's like early noughties kind of campy yeah. kind of stuff like that. But anyway, now on to the remakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2010, The Wolfman was remade. Um, directed by Joe Johnston, who had yeah, the same director as Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, <laughs> and uh, oh. The Rocketeer, Jumanji, and Jurassic Park 3. And the reason I mention that is because this film, directed by Joe Johnston, is actually based on the original Wolfman. So the characters are called the same. So you've got Lawrence Talbot again, coming back from America, and he's bitten, and he's subsequently cursed to become a werewolf and stuff. It also stars Emily Blunt. This film wasn't received very well. I like this film. Hasn't it got um, Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins is is the... uh, I I only found out recently that he's Welsh. I didn't know that. But he also has one of the best lines of it where... You've um, done terrible things, Lance! um, uh, What's his name? Benel Sudatorio is plays Lawrence Tolbert and he wakes up in a, a, a oh, tree. Oh, I know, I'm a werewolf. I'm up a tree! Yeah, and he's just killed a load of people and he goes, what have I done? And then Anthony Hopkins says, you've done terrible things, Lawrence. Isn't it Terrible that? things. No, there's a werewolf running around and don't they go and try and kill it and then he gets yeah, bitten? So, so there's a, there's, yeah, they're trying kill it and stuff and it turns out to be Anthony Hopkins who <gasps> yeah who, yeah 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 spoilers so then he but there's a cr- terrible fight scene where Anthony Hopkins is this weird grey old werewolf <laughs> and Benicio Torres Benicio Torres is supposed to be this sexy young man but I'm sure he's really fairly yeah. old now so I like Benicio Torres but not in this it was, I think he's slightly miscast and there's this weird fight in their house and stuff and I, also he doesn't really look like his son is that a bit it's, weird it's, but it's weird It's I don't think he is his son isn't it because isn't he the father he is his son isn't it no. that's why I, it's, been, it's been a while since I've seen it but actually there's, there's hang on if it is it his father or is it I don't know is his, oh yeah it is his father because but then wouldn't he be a werewolf I know because he, he'd be a werewolf if no because it's had. his brother that's why Lawrence Talbot's brother gets killed and then he comes back yeah, to yeah, his brother. And Emily Blunt is his brother's uh, mm-hmm. widow. Anyway, the films had loads of problems. And there's a scene where they get the, a bunch of gypsies have a bear to try and chase after the, the werewolf. Mm-hmm. And the bear, the, the, they couldn't afford to make the bear or get a real bear. So they used the footage of the bear from the Golden Compass, the polar bear. 
shot from the Golden Compass. Yeah, so you know the armoured bear that was yeah. voiced by Ian McKellen. It's actually the same shot, and then they just colour change the colour to brown, <gasps> and you can actually put them next to each other and see the exact same movements and stuff. Weird. It's really weird, really weird film. And I don't think anyone turns into a werewolf until about an hour or forty-five minutes into the yeah. into the film. Oh, they're just building the tension, aren't they? Yeah, but. It, it's it's really weird, but the thing is, the reason I mentioned Joe Johnson is because he was actually brought on only three weeks before I started filming to make mm-hmm. this film. I couldn't find a director, and eventually he took it. He wanted to do stuff for practical effects, but because they had it only three weeks, they had to do all that CGI stuff. So there was no time to do it. But the thing is, Joe Johnson, I kind of his films they might not always work, but I always have this weird nostalgic feeling even though if I didn't watch it as a kid mm-hmm. there's always something kind of almost a little bit like Joe Dante's um, films you know the gremlins and, and birds and stuff there's a, sort of like a weird feeling to it, it was, yeah. I can watch this film again and again yeah. even though it's not, it's not that great it's but, so true uh, for some reason but oh uh, just a, a note the Talbot Manor that was used in the film was actually Chatsworth House oh was yeah. it really yeah. So. I mean the same, you know, Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. Um, but the president, the president and chief operating officer of Universal Studios, who made this film, said this movie was one of the worst of the uh, the two worst movies that Universal Pictures oh, had ever harsh. made. The other one was Babe Pig in the City. <laughs> oh come on! La 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 la. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad, but I really enjoyed that werewolf yeah. film. Yeah, it's, 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 it's. I don't know why they're being so harsh on it. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, yeah, it's got some weird effects and stuff, and, and you've maybe done the terrible thing. Cast is a bit all over the place. But, but the thing I is, it's, it's not bad. as bad as that next film. Very entertaining. What this one? How? That's not even that bad either. 20, I think you're being really hard. Yeah, 2015, directed by Paul Hyatt, uh, Ed Spieler stars the the guy from Aragorn, and uh, I think he's in Downton Abbey as well. So basically, oh, oh, I can relate to this character. Uh, passengers are stuck on a train <laughs> from London going home, mm-hmm. and it's got delayed, and they get stuck. And then there's werewolves in the woods, and then one by one, the werewolves break into the. Can camp. you relate to this? Because I'm stuck on a train. To you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if anybody commutes in uh, in England, they know the the pain of <laughs> commuting into London and how it is terrible. <laughs> and sometimes probably wish a werewolf would attack the. Uh, no. <laughs> the <trains laughs> Um, one by one, they're they're killed and stuff. Now, I think we watched this recently for Halloween, yes. and it was it's entertaining. It's the kind it, it's, of film. It's like, low rent. It's low rent. But, yeah, but you can't you can't take it seriously though. Like you watch it when you just want to have a bit of a laugh. You shouldn't take it too seriously. It's entertaining. But it kind of falls into that sort of dog soldiers kind of. Yeah, you yeah. probably watch it in the series. But one thing is that a lot of these films don't actually talk about the origins of the myth at all, does it? It's just mm. a man turns into a wolf, and that's pretty much self-explanatory. Think, yeah, I think people don't need the backstory. Do they? So next film we're going to talk about. Now, in the 80s, there was a really famous werewolf film. But I'm not going to talk about the one that you think straight away. Now, in 1981, again, there's two f- two big werewolf movies. Go back movies. in time. Yeah, because I wanted to end on the the, uh. the sort of important Halloween uh, Halloween um, werewolf, <laughs> werewolf movie. In 1981, The Howling was released. It's an American uh, horror film. It's directed by Joe Dante, that we mentioned earlier. So he did The Burbs, Gremlins and stuff. So it's, it's kind of that comedy horror Mm-hmm. I think, but this one's just quite graphic, kind of galling and stuff. And it stars D. Wallace, uh, Patrick McNee, and it's about a news reporter, a presenter who gets kind of entangled into the wheels and stuff. And there's a transformation scene, like live on air and stuff. But there's also the transformation scene. It's possibly one of the slowest transformation scenes. Oh ever. yeah! <laughs> what with a woman standing there? So D. Wallace is watching this man mutate into a werewolf, but he goes on for about ten minutes, <laughs> and his cheeks bubbling, oh, and then disgusting. you see 
they could have just sped the footage up and it would have been a lot better. But it, yeah, but I think it's worth watching, to be honest. It, it doesn't make any sense that she's still standing there. Is it a woman that's standing there? Yeah, Dee Wallace is standing Yeah, there. it makes no sense. But I think they because they were so, like, really pleased with their special effects, maybe they just wanted to show everyone what they've done. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, 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 again, it's practical effects, and I think practical effects... So much better. So much better, because it stands the test of time. Yeah. So if you watch The Thing now, yeah. it's still really great Yeah, home. Yeah, exactly. Really, I think we should do an episode of The Thing, actually. That would be, that'd be good. What would that theme be, though? Like, what's the myth? No, the myth I'm, of the I'm, thing. I'm sure we could find it. It's got to be inspired by stuff. You know, find oh, stuff it's in like the ice an alien there, isn't it? Yeah. What, like Captain America? He was in the ice, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Captain America. Well, remake of the thing is Captain America running. <laughs> ah! Oh my God, that would be such a good He girl. wakes up in, uh, in the future and the future's been taken over by Nazis and then he has to go around... Um, no, I was more thinking no. like he fights the thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Captain America <laughs> fighting the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it would be like that scene in oh, the new one where awesome. he, sees, he sees himself but the other version's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> That's America. <laughs> now, this is a film that they have to make. Yeah, but but I, I think don't Chris, think Chris, Evans, Chris Evans would return just to make that. I think they I do one of those comic book uh, one-shots where yeah. it's just him fine. That's all doing whatever. He's gone back in time and he does that. That'd be great. The thing kind of reminds me of Venom for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. It's weird. It's like a symbiote, isn't it? It's like taking yeah. over. It's, it's oh, kind of... God, it's disgusting. Oh, and the blood thing. And the... Oh. Anyway, anyway, we're going to... So, Sorry. so, so the, Howling, the Howling's actually a good film. I, uh, yeah. One of those sort of 80s horror films. But it actually made eight sequels uh, leading up to 2011. And pretty much from the first one, it's just slowly... Slow decline into a dog's well, it usually is, isn't it's, it? It's pretty bad. But the other film that was released in 1981 was... An American Werewolf in... London. London. An American Werewolf in London. This, which is, I think, has got to be not only one of the best oh, horror films. Oh, it's so good, yeah. It's, it's the, best, uh, the best werewolf film. And so they're walking to, around. Is it Yorkshire? Yorkshire. Yorkshire. And, and they're like, we're so American. Where are we? Are we in England? Are we in London? Are we in London? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm being so mean. <laughs> well, it, do, that would do, be like me going do, to America and saying, are we in New York? Well, they go, they, they're in Yorkshire and they go into the slaughtered lamb, don't they, the pub. And they're like, oh, up Yorkshire. <laughs> but it's directed by John Landis, starring uh, David Norton. Jennifer Agatha, who was in Winter Soldier, if you remember, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's all connected, isn't it? It's all connected. But it's about two American college students who go a walking tour of Britain and attacked on the, on the moors and stuff. And well, one he's, of them One dies. of them gets killed and then comes back as the, one of the greatest characters ever. That, the, the ghost that follows him around and mm -hmm. he's, he slowly rots for the oh, entire film. Disgusting. It's great. But this has the best transformation scene ever, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Like, that starts having a relationship with her and then he mutates in the room and his limbs stretch and it's all practical oh, it's, effects and stuff. It's, it's, really it's good. so good, really good. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it. If you have to watch one film on this list, it's this film. Mm -hmm. It's this film. Then they went and ruined it and they made a sequel. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Um, was it? 1997, they made American Werewolf in Paris. It wasn't that bad. And it wasn't directed by the same director. didn't have any of the same cast, but it had Julie Delphi in it. Right. Yeah, and Julie Delphi said that she only did this film because she had rent to pay. <laughs> <laughs> well, does anyone do anything to They get married at the end on the Eiffel oh, Tower and bungee jump for a ring. You know, weirdly, that's the only bit of the film that I can kind of vividly remember. Because it it being so odd, it's it's a weird, it apparently to... apparently they had a deleted scene where they found out the werewolf that bit the f character in the first film was actually part of this underground secret. Oh. Uh, it was just a bit weird, but hmm. but yeah, American Werewolf in London, nineteen eighty one, is oh, still still one of the best. I think still the best werewolf movie. Oh. 
Where, where, why aren't we getting a good werewolf movie? He's got um, such he's got a, a, a heritage of... Yeah, but nowadays everything's just CGI and all that jazz. And If they did one, I don't think it would be very impressive. They'd have to do a good story and everything. Yeah. And We've got um, some honorary uh, mentions as well. There was, uh, was that Red Riding with Amanda Siegfried? Oh yeah, that was good. I kind of don't remember it though because it's... It and there was a there. twist that you could see coming from around the corner. I actually can't remember. See, this is really bad. Uh, does that mean that film was terrible? Do you ever watch a film and then try and think about it and it just doesn't... Yeah, and, but there's one film, there's one film that I couldn't put in because it was a werewolf, but I had to put it in because that's why I mentioned mm-hmm. Red Riding. It's actually called Freeway oh, yeah. and it's got Reese Witherspoon, I think it is, and Chris, Keith Sullivan, Keith Sullivan. Uh-huh. And it's lit, Little Red Riding Hood story, but told in sort of uh, 90s... America, mm. and there's a guy, Keith Sutherland is called Mr. Wolf or something like that, and then she's Red Riding Hood and he's trust. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Ew. not really a werewolf, Lovely. but so anyway. But Buffy, Buffy, you have to think of Buffy. There was a werewolf in Buffy. Yeah, well, just, we, we could spend the. So Seth, and then in, Seth Green. Yeah, and as, then he meets another werewolf while he's with Willow, and he can't resist her, and he gets in trouble, and then Will, Willow's just like, get out of here, and he's like, I need to leave. Well, I don't they lock themselves in a cage to stop them from yeah, transforming, and then they end up making yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, but you oh, have such a good yeah. character, a nice character, and you turn him into a, a an a dog, basically. Literal, a literal. Yeah, dog, exactly. Yeah. So that was a bit of a turn. Also, the, did the, that break your teenage heart? It was like, oh, they were so good together. I don't think they, they're only a high school couple, weren't they? But I just thought his character was a bit like I would I wouldn't have imagined the character would have done that. And also a thing that revolved around werewolves, obviously in the Vampire Diaries and in the, the series that spins off from that, the originals, like focuses on werewolves. And Henry's looking at me like these. <laughs> <laughs> Although the originals, the first series of the originals is quite good. Yeah. But a lot of the characters come over from there. The It kind of like... When they leave the TV universe of vampires, when they leave the Vampire Diaries, that's when this program literally goes down. Yeah, because those characters are really good. Is that show still going? The originals, I think it might be. Isn't there another spin-off as well? Yeah, there's another one that's recently come out. Something. If we're talking about TV shows, they also made a TV show of Teen Wolf. Oh really? No one asked for that. (laughs) (laughs) And also, there's again honorary mentions is Wolf Cop. (laughs) Wolf Cop. He's a cop who's a wolf. <laughs> but is he like a com? He's know. a werewolf cop. Yeah, but is he? Is he? Uh, you know, he's a cop it, that turns into yeah. A werewolf. But when he's a werewolf, it's is, it's, is he, it's terrible. It's, does it's, he stop people as a cop as a werewolf? It's, it's, it's terrible. So does he have a you just want to, you just want to watch it now oh, because yeah, of the name of it. I think it was sold on the fact that it's called oh. Wolf Cop. This is going to sound very of the time, but I, I want to see like more women werewolves because I think the transformation would be weirder, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, there was uh, in that Howl film. There's those there's female werewolves, that, that was and also of... dog soldiers. I'm going to spoil it for you. It's spoilers. The twist is the werewolf is a woman. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah. I take back what I said. Yeah, and there's lots of female werewolves in the underworld oh, films. Oh, or child it? werewolves. That would be fun. Yeah, actually, you don't see that. No. That would actually be a good twist, that wouldn't it? That would be it? terrifying. It would be the, the yeah. kid. Is it? Anyway, obviously, we've talked about a lot of different films. There's obviously a lot of films that we haven't talked about. So if we have missed any films, please feel free to contact us and let us know which ones we've missed or t- talk to us on Instagram or Twitter. But out of all the films, what, what would you see? I'd say the same. Where, the American Werewolf, yeah. We want to go and watch Wolf Cop. But then, yeah. So it's it, it's a cross between that Wolf Cop and the Basketball Wolf one. Team Wolf. Yeah, Team Wolf. Basketball. Wolf. Basketball Wolf. Well, if you go with like, no, in certain wolf. areas, it's basketball. <laughs> if you go with Police Wolf, you might have Basketball Wolf. Police Wolf. Fire, <laughs> Fireman Different Wolf. Different variations. 
Nurse Wolf. <laughs> Doctor Wolf. Doctor Doctor Wolf. Okay, but let's talk about let's talk about the myth and legend. Do you believe that there there once were or there still are werewolves? I think like a lot of things in nature are governed by like the full moon. They say if you stare at the, to improve your psychic ability, you ha you should stare at the full moon. And you, in some way, absorb some of its power, so therefore giving you kind of energy. Isn't that where the word lunatic be, comes from? To tap into your intuition. Yeah, there's a lunatic society. They worship the moon. The moon, mm -hmm. yeah. But um, stemming from the werewolf point of view, I think maybe it's to do with maybe being crazy and maybe expressing yourself in that way. Like, maybe the moon makes you insane. Well, I think it goes back to what we were talking about, you know, People, man or man as a, as a as a species kind of going beyond that moral boundary and then becoming a beast. I think that's I think yeah, it's more so of a metaphor. Yeah, it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor again for, for, for stepping beyond the boundaries yeah. of humanity. I mean, I think what what humans see themselves as is sort of we're separate from the rest of the animals because we have that moral compass. Mm -hmm. And a lot of animals, while they do showcase that in certain aspects, humans sort of base themselves on it. and a society is based on a moral moral code isn't it really i think though like i think it's also saying like once a month like the moon is full like everyone has their moments where they're just like insane like no one can be you know straight running all the time and all yeah. like la 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 well, so, so you think it's like people it's, like a, depic it's, it's, it's a depiction it's, of humanity it's a once a month friday night at the pub yeah no it's, it's a depiction <laughs> of humanity like people they go go along their life you know and you know full moon like you know, they feel like they're crazy, not themselves, out of their own, you know, sort of personality. Mm -hmm. But I think that's to do with, like, how we think about things. So, yeah, or no? I really want to know. Muddy waters. I want to know if it's real, but I don't know how to, like, conduct an experiment to see if it was if it was real. But I'm kind of glad that it isn't, because it's quite terrifying as yeah, well. But the thing is, though, in these films, everyone's always like, oh, it's they're killing everyone, but you'd just be able to get them. Just <gasps> Oh, my God! You know, another honourable mention. Is that really... <laughs> is it in Doctor Who and they do the werewolf thing as well? Oh, God, do you remember? Yeah. There's, there's Scottish um, Highlands, isn't it? Yeah, with it? that man who screams. With the Queen. That man that screams. <gasps> no, there's two! There's two? There's the one in the Scottish yeah. with the Queen. Visits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also that other one. Russell Tovey? Yeah, isn't that? Doesn't he do a TV series where there's like no, that was not with Paul Darkin. That yeah, that was um, when he was being a human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he's not a werewolf, isn't he? A ghost? No, the girls are ghosts. The girls are ghosts. The Paul it... Dark is the vampire, <laughs> and then the screamy guy is the werewolf. Well. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Russell Toby. Yeah. That was a bit weird. I think I remember it being good, and then it was rubbish. no, it was good, and I think they remade it for America as well, but which mm. wasn't so good. Which is like old American remakes. I don't think there's ever been. An American remake, apart from The Office. Well, Shameless, like there's loads Shameless of series is still going. Shameless. Yeah, Shameless is still going. Even though I stopped watching it because it's kind of like it was just the same as. I think the first series, but I think the it was UK sort of one? the American Office. Oh my god! The, the first, office. the first two series are pretty much the same as the first, uh, as, as the yeah, UK but, version, and then it becomes something of its own beast. Yeah, isn't it? so, the American Office is amazing. But that doesn't have werewolves yeah. in it. So werewolves might exist. What do you think? Do you think that werewolves exist? No, I think it's just... As a man with a lot of hair, <laughs> do you relate to... Do you relate to, like, being accused, so maybe, is, is of this, being is, a werewolf? Is this the part where I tell the dad... Having a hairy can condition? I tell a, can I t tell a dad joke? If you want to. Yeah, I used to be a werewolf, but I'm all right now! <laughs> <laughs> really bad, really bad. Really bad. Yeah. But no, I, th I think it's just people 
that their behaviour is described as a beast and that's yeah. how it's became. So that's what I think. But anyway, we've come to the end of the show. As I said, if you if we've missed anything or if you think we should have been talking about anything, please feel free to contact us on heyhofinito at gmail.com or follow me at Henry Finnegan on Instagram and Twitter and uh, message me there. Also, people have been leaving uh, reviews and ratings on, on Ball and different kind of like podcasts. Leave your It does help us more than you know, so please do it. I hate putting this at the end, but... Just tell them to... <laughs> <laughs> That this has been the werewolf edition of the what edition? The werewolf edition. I thought you said the werewolf. The wealth. Where? Where's the, the wealth? wolf? Where's the wolf? Where's the wealth? Where's the wolf? <laughs> this has been the werewolf edition of uh, Hey Ho Finito, and hopefully see you next week. Indeed. I've been Henry, and I've been Doctor Wolf. Duck, 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 the wolf. <laughs> hey Ho Finito. Yeah, Wolfsus. This episode is brought to you by Podbean Live. Podbean Livestream is a unique platform for turning your podcast production into a live show. It's open to any podcaster on any hosting site. Easily invite multiple co-hosts and guests to join your live stream. Earn money from live show ticket sales and get listener rewards and engage your audience in new and exciting ways. Ready to get started? Sign up today at www.podbean.com slash live. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash live.